Hello and welcome to the Mythological Africans podcast, where we read and talk about stories from African mythology and folklore. I am your host, Helen Day. friends and welcome to a new month of MA podcast episodes. So we're going to be doing something a bit different this month. Instead of reading stories and talking about them myself, I'll be sharing African folk tales curated from the LibriVox archive. Now what is LibriVox you might wonder? Well it is a collective of volunteers from across the world who read and record public domain texts so they can create a public domain of audiobooks for download and use. What I love about this project is how it makes public domain material stored in text form usually accessible to people who may not have time to read everything they want to read, which is a lot of us these days, right? And at the last time I checked, there are almost 20,000 works that have been catalogued in the LibriVox archive, which I think is just amazing. I remember a couple of months back looking for a podcast that was just, you know, classic works of African literature and not finding a whole lot. And LibriVox doesn't have classic works of African literature that I'm aware of so far, because I don't think any of them are quite yet in the public domain. But what they do have is a whole treasure trove of African folklore, and that's what we're going to be plumbing from in the subsequent episodes this month. So in this week's episode, we'll listen to three stories from the sky law of different southeastern Nigerian peoples. The first is why the sun and moon live in the sky. The second, the story of the lightning and the thunder. And the third is why the moon waxes and wanes. And all these stories come from folk stories from southern Nigeria, West Africa, which was written by Elphinstone Dayrell in in 1913. So way, 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 way back. And um, I'm only reading three stories from this collection. All the other stories, and there are quite a few of them, there is about 40 stories in this collection are all available to listen to um, on LibriVox, so be sure to check them. I'm going to have the links for that in the episode notes. So I hope you enjoy the episodes, and for sure, if you want to know more about LibriVox, then um, keep listening this month and keep checking the episode notes because I'll be linking to some resources that you might find useful. Chapter 16 of Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa this is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Anita Slova Martinez. Folk Tales from Southern Nigeria, West Africa by Elphinstone Dayrell. Chapter 16 Why the Sun and the Moon Live in the Sky. Many years ago, the sun and water were great friends, and both lived on the earth together. The sun very often used to visit the water, but the water never returned his visits. At last the sun asked the water why it was that he never came to see him in his house. The water replied that the sun's house was not big enough, 
and that if he came with his people, he would drive the sun out. He then said, If you wish me to visit you, you must build a very large compound, but I warn you that it will have to be a tremendous place, as my people are very numerous and take up a lot of room. The son promised to build a very big compound, and soon afterwards he returned home to his wife, the moon, who greeted him with a broad smile when he opened the door. The son told the moon what he had promised the water, and the next day commenced building a huge compound in which to entertain his friend. When it was completed, he asked the water to come and visit him the next day. When the water arrived, he called out to the sun and asked him whether it would be safe for him to enter, and the sun answered, Yes, come in, my friend. The water then began to flow in, accompanied by the fish and all the water animals. Very soon the water was knee-deep, so he asked the sun if it was still safe, and the sun again said yes, so more water came in. When the water was level with the top of a man's head, the water said to the sun, Do you want more of my people to come? And the sun and moon both answered yes, not knowing any better, so the water flowed on until the sun and moon had to perch themselves on the top of the roof. Again the water addressed the sun, but receiving the same answer, and more of his people rushing in, the water very soon overflowed the top of the roof, and the sun and moon were forced to go up into the sky, where they have remained ever since. End of chapter 16 Chapter 19 of Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa this is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa by Elphinstone Dayrell. Chapter 19. The Story of the Lightning and the Thunder. In the olden days, the thunder and lightning lived on the earth amongst all the other people. But the king made them live at the far end of the town, as far as possible from other people's houses. The thunder was an old mother sheep, and the lightning was her son, a ram. Whenever the ram got angry, he used to go about and burn houses and knock down trees. He even did damage on the farms and sometimes killed people. Whenever the lightning did these things, his mother used to call out to him in a very loud voice to stop and not to do any more damage. But the lightning did not care in the least for what his mother said, and when he was in a bad temper, used to do a very large amount of damage. At last the people could not stand it any longer and complained to the king. So the king made a special order that the ship, Thunder, and her son the ram, lightning should leave the town and live in the farbush this did not do much good as when the ram got angry he still burned the forest and the flames sometimes spread to the farms and consumed them so the people complained again and the king banished both the lightning and the thunder from the earth and made them live in the sky where they could not cause so much destruction ever since when the lightning is angry, he commits damage as before, but you can hear his mother, the thunder, rebuking him and telling him to stop. Sometimes, however, when the mother has gone away some distance from her naughty son, you can still see that he is angry and is doing damage, but his mother's voice 
cannot be heard. End of chapter 19、Chapter、26 of Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa, by Ethelston Daywell. Chapter 26 Why the Moon Waxes and Wanes. There once was an old woman who was very poor and lived in a small mud thatched hut with mats made from the leaves of the tomba palm in the bush. She was often very hungry, as there was no one to look after her. In the olden days, the moon used often to come down to the earth, although she lived most of the time in the sky. The moon was a fat woman with a skin of hide, and she was full of fat meat. She was quite round, and in the night used to give plenty of light. The moon was sorry for the poor, starving old woman, so she came to her and said, You may cut some of my meat away for your food. This the old woman did every evening, and the moon got smaller and smaller until you could scarcely see her at all. Of course, this made her give very little light, and all the people began to grumble in consequence, and to ask why it was that the moon was getting so thin. At last the people went to the old woman's house, where there happened to be a little girl sleeping. She had been there for some little time, and had seen the moon come down every evening, and the old woman go out with her knife and carve her daily supply of meat out of the moon. As she was very frightened, she told the people all about it, so they determined to set a watch on the movements of the old woman. That very night the moon came down as usual. And the old woman went out with her knife and basket to get her food. But before she could carve any meat, all the people rushed out shouting, and the moon was so frightened that she went back again into the sky and never came down again to the earth. The old woman was left to starve in the bush.、And、ever since that time, the moon has hidden herself most of the day, as she was so frightened, and she still gets very thin once a month. But later on, she gets fat again, and when she is quite fat, she gives plenty of light all the night. But this does not last very long, and she begins to get thinner and thinner, in the same way she did when the old woman was carving her meat from her. End of chapter 26